Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. I'm back. My first podcast of the new year. Shout out to uh, Nick and Taylor for stepping in for me last week. It was uh, definitely a fun pod. It's uh, it's a little bit different to listen to your own podcast when you're not even on it. And uh, hey, you did a hell of a job kind of leading the show, Peach. Ultra, you sound so tan. <laughs> oh, you should see me. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I can run point. I'm a... I think the second time through, I, uh, I I can definitely say it was a little easier. A little easier. I feel I feel like the Deuce Pod. It just we ran we ran long. I cut down six minutes of my time. You know, next week next time I have to do it because you'll probably be gone in another month, going somewhere else. Yeah. Are you actually happy that I'm back? Because I'm bringing the rules back, and it's the rules. It, are I kept I kept I kept hearing that during that entire podcast about how many rules Ultra has and. You're just, just like the NBA be... refs. You're just gonna. You're just waiting to team me up. You want law and order, you know. I just want a little freedom. Well, we'll I'm to, gonna. We'll have to have our unions meet and really figure figure things out. Maybe that needs to be my New Year's resolution: is to give you more freedom. Yeah, I'm a peacock. Yeah, let me fly. I'll do my best. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about the last uh, week or so. There's been you know, drama, drama. You all kind want of some drama, drama. This time after this time after Christmas, before the trade deadline really heats up, and before the All Star game, it's usually kind of dead. We we did have some speaking of the All Star game. We should talk about uh, starters and stuff, but just in general over the league, it just seems like there are so many different storylines that oftentimes shit. there's just not that much. But it's it's been really fun. So l- let's start. Uh, so All Star starters were finally announced. Oh, that's yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, let, let's start with that. It just happened. Uh, so, Steph and Braun are captains. Um, any so any Shocking. kind of surprises out of that whole? Th- not them being captains, but the other All Star starters in the West: Steph, Boogie, AD, Kevin Durant, James Harden in the East: LeBron, Giannis, Kyrie, Joel Embiid, and Demar Derozan. Any of those stand out to you as a big miss? And if so, anybody that you would have there instead. No, I have zero yeah, arguments with any of those. I thought the West front court was a little tougher, but uh that was the only one like you could maybe make an argument for Cat or a, f- a few other guys, but no, I was good with it. I um I really yeah, I I well, I really want to first say that if you saw the video of DeMar's reaction to it, it's like him finding no, out I didn't. was pretty funny. He's just like stone face. Like it's it's one of those. He's just like, yeah, all right. I, I, the tweet I saw about it was like was uh, Demar Derozan doing his best Tim Duncan impression. Oh God! <laughs> it was it was something, but that's kind of surprising. I would have thought that he would be a little more animated. I, I mean, I think he was gonna make it no matter what, but. Definitely oh no be question, he's been this year. he's been really good this year, and he's been the primary reason why the Raptors have been so good. The only thing that I kind of had a problem with, I didn't really think that necessarily Steph deserved to be starting, just because he's he's missed I think close to ten games this year with injuries. I just thought that that was that was it's enough. One of the most that, popular players in the league, though, it's a popularity contest. Oh, I know, I, but I'm not trying to. I'm not ju- trying to justify why 
fans like I can't really rationalize what he was fans gonna make I think it last no year. What. Are you saying I agree. I'm just saying I'm strictly talking starters here. Like I, I'm not sure Steph should have been starting. I I think you could make the argument for Russ. I think you could have the argument of James being there for point, and then, uh, I mean, you can make the argument for Jimmy. I mean, there are a few other players so you could argue to be in his place, but all in all, no, no huge issues for me either. Do you think I, Jimmy's going to make the All Star team? Oh, he should. He deserves to. And the other, oh, the only <laughs> other thing that I don't know. I'm are not you saying, serious? I well, okay. I don't. Not saying he isn't having an all-star season, but that's going to be a tight... It's going to be tight. Like, he would might, might be the last guy in. Well, him and Cat. I think Cat is more in danger of not making it than him. Mm, but Kat's I think Jimmy's... I think lately. Jimmy is almost a lock to get a roster spot. Just because all-stars... Uh, you know, not you know, fan voting is all over the place, but when it comes to coaches and players, they tend to to put a lot of weight in teams that have played well. And the T Wolves are, you know, they're fourth in the West. And yeah, but you're they, so you, so you're gonna get four Warriors out of the twelve spots. Yep, you got two Pellies in there. Yeah, so now you're at six. James Harden seven. So you're telling me of the the next what's that set no jesus five spots he's gonna get one of those five spots yeah i think so i'd be really surprised if he didn't get one of those five spots i don't think that cat will get picked oh wow because lamarcus aldridge is gonna get a spot too so there's another one you have four open (laughs) spots then the spurs are third in the west they're gonna get an all-star i i I don't argue with that. I'm looking at this. Is Paul George going to get one? He might not either. So Russ is going to get one. You know that. Yeah, dude. He's, I don't so think Jimmy's got- gonna, I don't think you're just helping my argument. Jimmy's not going to get in. Not that if he was in the East, he'd be a lock. He's. I don't think he's going to get in the West. We'll see. I, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time yeah. on this, but I it, it would not it would not be that huge of a surprise. To me, if he did not get they're, in, it would be it would definitely be more of a surprise than Cat. But I, I think he's gonna squeak in. Wow. We'll see. I, I thought you'd be reverse on that. So, and we're gonna we're gonna Cat's touch on like the All Star defense, man. Like he's definitely got to be in it. <laughs> oh yeah, unquestionably, I agree. Uh, we're gonna talk about the All Star picks, especially once we get the reserves announced. But and Jimmy you Butler's and I both, <laughs> you and I both have a huge bone to pick, which is. How is this draft not televised? We're joining Rachel Nichols' movement. A travesty. I I would pay like if you if this got sponsored by YouTube or something or any streaming service that said you know pay per view five bucks ten bucks name your price. I mean I think you'd have if I could actually see live television Katie Steph with a decent moderator like kind of hosting this draft between these two guys. LeBron or sorry who did I say? You said Katie. Ah, my bad. Steph and LeBron, I that would be great. Yeah, I, I want to see that I want so Ernie, bad. I want Ernie doing the mediating, and I want him on both sides, and I just want to hear all the petty live subtweets that LeBron can generate, and we uh, we just see what happens. But yeah, this would do numbers, like, without a doubt. This would absolutely do crazy numbers for the NBA. 
it has every, especially just a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's Steph and LeBron. But who, like, Which NBA there are Twitter, so many, there are so many storylines. Yes, absolutely. And there are so many different storylines between those two guys. Not only have they been in multiple finals against one another, and it had huge moments where Steph is hitting threes in LeBron's face. LeBron is blocking Steph in the finals. And, and as they're coming back and watching the Warriors crumble before our eyes. But you also have stuff like Steph making comments towards the president and LeBron coming at Steph's defense. So, I mean, there's just – I feel like they actually kind of like each other. It's just, you know, a good uh, competition rivalry between the two when it comes to playing basketball. But – the all-star game it would be really cool to see it you know we we criticized it a ton everyone criticized it a ton last year because it was such a blowout and it was tough to watch so watching a draft and that being somewhat competitive and fun and then having a competitive game that could really change things this year well i just i'm and they messed it up i don't know well that's not going to affect the game i just want to hear the like because every pick you know of lebron makes he's just gonna be like well this next guy I'm going to take, you know. I've been a big fan of his game for a long time. I remember when he was at my, you know, he'd be like, I remember he was at my basketball camp or just, you know, whatever it is. This young fella, I'm going to I'm gonna take the, you know. He will just gas up every pick he makes, and I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm 100% in on that. Yeah, I, uh, I think next year – Hopefully they, they learn from their mistakes and they put it on TV. See, so I do have to say, like, I, I think Rachel Nichols, who she was, like, going off on it yesterday. On the jump? Yeah, she was doing a jump on Twitter, too. But, like, if it goes, there's a chance I, I could still see them cave in and do it if they did get enough heat because they are aware and in tune with a lot of that. I'm just wondering why the initial, like, their initial stance on was, no, we're not going to televise it. Who was in that room that was that, that just thought, nah, no one would want to watch this. Nah, we're, we're good. Because they could do it, like, on a Thursday. They do it on a Thursday. It would do huge numbers. Hey, man, I'm 100% with you. We should move on, though. We got a lot else, a lot of other things to talk about, including probably the, the, the biggest moment, probably the, the biggest moment, and NBA Twitter, not history, but biggest moment this season, which was the entire saga and aftermath of the Clippers Houston Rockets game earlier this week. Oh yeah, the thing we probably should have led the pot off with. My okay, jeez, you're so critical. Like you're you're trashing, you're giving Rogers shit for his podcast opening yep. when he was nice enough to come guest host in your own podcast. Yep. <laughs> to, hey. I'm gonna let you. Hey, I'm. I don't want to say anything else stupid, so I'm gonna let you just talk. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, you know, we just we build people down, so we build them back up. I'm just, I'm like Kobe. You're either you're either with me or I'm gonna make you go with me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, if you say so. Oh, you want me to? So you want me to start with this? I uh, want you to start with it. So I guess we should start with just a quick recap. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it but for those that have been under a rock the rockets and clippers played one another on mlk day and it was all the spice that one would want 
in any sort of NBA game. Blake, uh, it was basically Blake for a majority versus the Rockets. Uh, he, him, and Chris Paul were exchanging. Like they were talking shit. Uh, at one point, then he gets into it with Antony because Dantoni said Dantoni thought he ran into him and elbowed him, and there were just technicals flying all over the place. And then, and eventually, like Blake gets his shorts ripped, and. Then he gets a technical, D'Antoni got a technical, then Austin Rivers comes into the scene and he's talking crap from the bench to a Trevor Reza while and Austin Rivers is hurt right now, so he's in street clothes. And the whole thing just is, is pretty crazy. Then Blake and, and Trevor Reza both get, get booted and for this current NBA, like this season in particular seen a lot of hot heads we've seen a lot of kind of fake tough a lot of back and forth beef and just guys getting in a fight i mean you see aaron a the other night got the same type of thing but then nba twitter comes together and and then just rejoices because and just has so much fun with the fact that there's starts having reports come in that there was a police presence requested in the clippers rock locker room because Trevor Reza. <laughs> this, is, this is where this is where it gets really good. Yeah, it's so funny. Where Trevor Reza, Gerald Green, uh, James Harden, and, and Chris Paul try to. <laughs> there's a secret hallway that Chris Paul knows about. They go through there that connects the two locker rooms, and they try to force their way into the Clippers locker room because. Trevor Ariza wants a piece of Austin Rivers. And the strategy behind it was they had Clint Capella go to the front door yeah, of the locker room and knock that there. That is the, the absolute best part of the whole and thing, be their di- be the distraction to let them then go through the back. Um, yeah, there was so many. just uh, the, the jokes that were flying off uh, were, were so wild and... The one I'm trying to, I think it may have been Worldwide Wob. Uh, just talking about like the 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 Rockets found the Martyrs map of <laughs> of the Staples Center and where's uh, the Staples Center Finch and someone then took that and put up a picture of Chris Kamen. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was there was so much to go going on with it, but the aftermath of it. Uh, Gerald Green and Trevor Rizzo both got a two-game suspension, and I, I, I think that was it. I don't think Chris Paul or James Harden got any fines. They The story kind of got switched where they were, quote-unquote, trying to be the peacemakers in this situation. Um, whether you believe that or not, it's up to you. I don't believe it. <laughs> I think... Chris Paul was kind of like, well, if you want to get at Austin Rivers, I may or may not know of a hallway that you could use to do yeah, do that no very thing. Uh, Unbelievable. Amazing. I just all I could think about was, yeah, the Clint Capella piece is is my favorite too, because it's almost it's like Clint go to the front. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna go around like the back. Clueless. You, you yeah. go. You well, go I don't know if yeah, he's just like Clint. We'll meet you up front, like. 
the the idea almost of uh it's like we're we're gonna kick all their asses from the back while you distract them from the front yeah. and then we'll just walk out from the front yeah. with you my man it's or just like it's like they take over and then they're they're oh just Clint, come on we got it we've taken over like the, yeah, I was so, thinking of like the um, Helm's Deep in Lord of the Rings, almost where oh, <laughs> they're like trying wow. to storm it, and like there's the front line, and, and Clint Capella's the or well, I guess in this case it'd have to be Trevor Reese or Gerald Green. They're one of the orcs holding the uh, that that flame, and and, and Clint Capella's got the bomb like stashed under and they'd have to like to blow up the wall or just man there's so many analogies been, that are going off it would have mind. been so nice to just have a game of thrones filming crew sitting in there yes. just ready for this huge fight to go to also so my, my biggest thing that i wanted to ask you about this you know it, like people have covered it from a million different angles and like what the hell is going on and like first my my first thought when it came to this is that Man, this just makes me dislike Chris Paul that much more. Like you just losing this game, your first time back, and you've this is a franchise that you spent I don't know like six, seven years playing for, and uh, and the first thing you do is you make this huge scene when was, yeah. you, you're you clearly have the better team and lose to your old team without yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Something, and then uh, and then Chris Paul is just like. Man, I just I can't stand him. But uh, I did want to know: take these two rosters healthy. Who who wins in a fight? See, if you had to... mm-hmm. See, the thing is, like, there's some because, mm. like, Pat Beverly. I'm gonna pick of anyone. I don't think people are gonna really mess with Pat Beverly. To be honest, DeAndre, I think, would be an advantage. Uh, I'm trying to think who on but the P- Clippers. PJ, PJ who, Tucker I mean, who and Ariza. Oh, yeah. I but wouldn't I don't want know. to mess See, with either of those guys. That's what I wonder. I just don't know, like, how tough those dudes actually are. Like, I think a lot of it is, is fake. I I don't know I think, what. I think I would pick the Clips. I think that they would probably win. I, that's what I'm leaning. Like, I'm they're, when I'm thinking of the two teams, like, the Clippers have more names that I'm instantly kind of having pop in my head. Like, I just listed, like, uh, DeAndre, I think, could fight a little bit. I don't think Blake could fight at all. I think Blake's pretty fake tough. Yeah, what part of his body could he fight with that wouldn't be at risk of? Yeah, he punched. Apart? He punched the trainer and broke his hand, so he's yeah uh, definitely not durable enough. Uh, That's true. That might actually sway me. I had a tough. T- I thought about this a lot today, and I had a tough time choosing. <laughs> I I'm gonna go with the Clippers. Can Clint Capella fight? I don't think so. Otherwise, they would have had him in the back secret hallway with them. Chris Paul. Would yeah, I think that's an, I think that's answer sure. enough. When your own team doesn't think that you can fight and they don't want you to come through the back door with them, you know you're not a good fighter. I think uh, Chris Paul would have some dirty shots. He'd sucker punch some fools. Uh, I mean, Chris Paul Pat Bev matchup would be a uh, be one to watch. I think. Yeah, I, I think Pat Bev would fuck some people up. Yeah, he's scary. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to mess with that. But yeah, I I, I want to expand this a little bit too because oh. there have been so. What were you gonna say? Oh, I found the tweet exact. It was uh, from Sean Hickens, who's a former Bulls beat guy. He was like, Chris Paul pulled out the Marauders map to find the secret passageway 
to the Clippers <laughs> locker room. League's course is safe. Uh, Phil Ch- will be sealing all entrances before the next time they play on February 28th. Oh, man. And then picture of pictured Staples Filch, and it's Chris Kamen just looking ugly as all hell. <laughs> I love it. He's so gross. Oh, my God. Chris yeah. Kamen is one of the most like, ugly motherfuckers ever. Had a long career, though. Shout out Chris Kamen. He, I, he's ugly. The, a bit of a journeyman, but... And he's yeah. ugly as shit. Yes, he's he's not a very attractive man. But yeah, man, I want I want to talk a little bit too about just all the fights that have been going around the NBA in general. It seems that the entire league is kind of a little bit more on edge than it, it has been as, as long as I can well, remember. If you just like look at all the different fights that have been going on, Aaron Aflalo threw haymakers at Nemanja Belalitsa this week, which yeah. just like blew my mind. Uh, Kyle Lowry and Ben Simmons jawing at each other. MCW and Tim Frazier. Um, and, I mean, Abaka and, uh, gosh, for the heat. Uh, James Johnson got yeah. in a fight, which that was, like, I James Johnson would probably be top five NBA guys I wouldn't want to fight. And Same Ibaka with Taylor. Actually Taylor stood said his, that, too. He, stood he his ground. Uh, that was just... Um, it's just really, it's a little odd. I think people tend to think of the NBA as being this league where everyone's kind of friends and there's not that much competition during the regular season, but it's it's. I think it's good and bad that this is happening. Yeah, I I just, I mean, I would respect it more if I, I thought there was actually going to be like a fight, <laughs> but no one's actually trying to fight. They just want to have more right. of a presence of I'm tough and... I'm not well, going to take shit from you, dude. And it's more of like a, a back off move. One one or the guy or the other is like, I'm just sick of this. And, and so tries, the, to, tries to front a little bit. I, but the I one exception I would have to that is Aaron Aflalo, if his, that was, if, I don't, if, his pun, if his punch would have connected, that was going to be ugly. Do you think he was trying to connect? Because it, it was a weird punch. It was a weird punch. Yeah, I mean, I think that he just kind of threw this. He's going for the knockout, and he went a little wide. He went a little, went high, a little high. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He was he was pissed though. It was well because so I was wa- I was I was watching, watching that yeah from the beginning, and there were a few minutes earlier they, got they the get first tech. Yeah, they get they each get technical and guy in each other's face a little bit, and it looked like a flalo just kind of kind of hit a uh, belly a little bit. And uh, but then the belly was just kind of crashing for an offensive rebound and just like kind of pushed a flalo a little bit from the back and a flalo just that triggered him and he just turned around and, and threw that punch. But yeah, man, I really do think that he was trying to hit him. I mean, there could have been, and I think there was probably stuff in between even those two moments that we didn't maybe see. I, I'm sure someone went back and they could find a few you know elbows here or there, but. Yeah, I, I just I, I go back and forth on it because, yeah, I, I like the competition and there it, a lot of times it generates some funny moments and that type of energy I guess would be the best way to say having having that kind of intensity competitiveness that, that all those buzzwords yeah I'm I'm in on that but I at the same time. I think it always goes back to like the Jalen Rose hold me back moments 
These are a little bit more elevated recently, but I'm still not really convinced that anyone outside of Bobby Portis would actually punch someone and and want to actually do damage because no one wants to be the guy also that that ends up hurt, hurting their hand or or being out for any time, missing time because they got in a fight. Because then you're just looking like an idiot. We will see. Yeah, but it's and there was a lot. Of, yeah, there were a ton of texts on. I mean, if, if it's our, if it's I already mean, getting it's, a little intense now, it's not gonna get much better. Yeah, it's just it'll it, cool it, down it, going to the All Star break, but maybe yeah, maybe everyone just needs a little break. I'm not sure. It's but we talked about this a couple months ago. It was KD was when KD got the two straight that week where KD got two texts in a row or got yep. tossed out of two yep. games. I mean, in in the players' union, the refs' union, I guess they're going to be meeting over All-Star weekend because of some tension and just a lot of people, the perception of elevated tax are just some unnecessary ones. Adam Silver said that tax are actually down compared to last year at the same time. <laughs> but it seems like what guys are getting technicals for this year is, I would call it weak uh in a lot of ways so you're yeah i actually i wasn't i had to sound off i didn't know until after i kind of read about it afterwards that belly and aflalo had even gotten a technical oh i I did i didn't think it was really deserved the first time around yeah it's and that's kind of just that's just one example of it's like if you jaw a little bit too much at the ref or you just get in someone's face like you're gonna get a t Right, like the D'Angelo one is pretty ridiculous. Like. That level is stupid as all hell. But right, yeah, I just have definitely, definitely felt like the the games have been. There's been just like an extra level of tension in some of these, and it's the one example I used a, a few weeks ago was the AD. Like you knew AD was going to get tossed. Basically, I was watching that game. He was super hot and bothered just by not getting foul calls. And you could just see the frustration rise. Who was that against? Oh, they were playing... Was it Charlotte? It may have been against Charlotte. He was he was going off, though. And he was playing well, but just getting hacked inside a couple times. A couple, I, I don't know if they really were truly a, a foul. But you could just see him visibly just getting more and more frustrated. And I almost, I think I said it at the time, but it's it's like one of those situations where if you're the coach, you see that you, it's almost in your best interest if you want to win that game if you pull that dude off for a minute and let them cool off. And I, I just wonder if if there could be some of that as well if guys do get in these moments and they're that that frustration level is rising where teams can almost be a little more proactive or if there's but. At the same time, it's a lot of them is stars. A lot of it is the stars of the team, so you can't really like, yeah, you can't really tell Blake cool off or, but you know you have to I think have moments where you insert or you there's someone in that in these games that can insert themselves and tell everyone to chill the fuck out because like that Clippers Houston thing I think could have been avoided, but it was just like a snowball effect and it just got bigger and bigger and then you just you have motherfuckers busting into the other team locker rooms breaching walls 
Yeah, that was a game that they actually probably should have tried to throw some technicals and maybe well, get they did. somebody out of the No, but you get somebody out of the game though. They did. They threw Blake and Trevor out, but it was like but it was at that point where it's almost too late. Well that's what I mean, is like you just gotta like right from but the But I don't get-go. want people getting kicked out. I don't I, I wanna I wanna if, if guys get in those moments where it's kinda of like, alright. I don't want to toss that, either of you. Chill the fuck out. Like, let's just. Play but basketball. that's so. Here's the one scary part of that, though, Peach, is that it's all fine if this, like, some of this funny backdoor stuff in the locker rooms after the game. But it's another thing where you're, you know, you're someone's getting in the face of another coach, and then you have a next thing you know, you have another malice in the palace situation, and that's. That is the worst thing that could happen for the league. So it's well, just yeah, I'm not yeah. I don't want to avoid that. I'm just saying no. that there there's not a there's not like a clear cut line on where to. All right, we can't we can't kick these guys out because they're stars. But even though that looks like they're gonna like try to kill somebody in this game, you know it's well essentially it would it should be on the refs, and I just think there's a lot of tension and, and frustration between the players and the refs. So that's. Yes, making it difficult sure. but it's that would be the neutral party and i think everyone would agree in in in, the, in a game situation would be the one to control that but you know also there's there's guys that don't get along with certain refs and you know maybe feel like they're they're calling them out or singling them out but right i i, I don't mind it but you know especially when it starts early in a game I think you have to be proactive and and cool cool people off and, and and try to do do your best because you don't want yeah like I said I don't want to see you guys getting tossed because of, of fights and stuff like a little dust up some shit talking yes I want all of that and I'm a full supporter of that but these fake tough fights are are kind of they end up being a little lame <laughs> after right. a while. Well, speaking of all this tension, we got to talk about all this tension going on between IT, Paul Pierce, and the Boston Celtics. Because what was your first reaction when you heard? Well, I guess for people that haven't heard already, uh, so IT politely declined to have any tribute when he plays in Boston next. And it would be on the same night that Paul Pierce is getting honored at the Garden. And... uh, Paul Pierce essentially said that he didn't want the Celtics to even be offering or wanting to give him any sort of tribute at all. He didn't want to uh, share which the is, moment. He didn't want to share the yeah, moment. Yeah, didn't want to share the moment. And this has gotten a, like a really wide variety of, of reaction. Uh, I My first reaction was, I, it's pretty petty of Paul Pierce. I can't believe he's doing this, but I wanted to see what you thought. Yeah, I mean, the overall story is kind of stupid because, yeah, uh, the two-minute segment that, they and I think Paul Pierce's ceremony is gonna be after the game. They're gonna raise his jersey and, and do all of that, and it's on his birthday, so that's why they picked that day to originally do Paul Pierce's stuff. But yeah, like I don't understand why you couldn't do it in like a the beginning of the game kind of a thing. Or there, there's definitely moments you could insert it. And like do it early, where then it you shift it really hard to be like, we just want to we want to thank Isaiah Thomas for that his his contribution to this team rebuild helping with the rebuild, yada yada yada. Like here's his little tribute thing, and 
you're good. And then now we're, we're going to celebrate a true great in Paul Pierce. And you make the rest of the night really about him. Maybe you over-exaggerate it. I don't know. I Yeah, Isaiah definitely came out and just seemed like more of the adult. But it was also a very weird tweet when he sent just the all the the wording and it was kind of like a passive aggressive uh no thanks type of a thing uh the more and more i thought about it the in some ways just especially what isaiah thomas is all about i'm surprised he ever wanted one to begin with you know what i mean i would i'm sure i'm kind of surprised that even it came up, he was like, no, I'm good. Initially, just, yeah, you guys dumped me. You traded me. I played right after my sister died. I messed my hip up. I, my current season is, isn't off to a great start because I did that. If I just sat out, like, yeah, I, I know what I did. And then you could easily make a statement where he just says something to the lines of, you know, I, I enjoyed my time in Boston. I enjoyed the fans. Like, I played my, I put everything out there. Um, I don't need a two-minute tape to show me what I contributed to them, and uh, I know I'm appreciated by the fans. And uh, you know, but now I'm here in Cleveland, and I can't wait to beat them. Type, you know, you could do stuff like that almost. And uh, I, 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 I mean, I think it's fine in the end. But yeah, Paul Pierce kind of looks super petty. Uh, Jalen Rose was super funny on the the espn yeah broadcast and just gone on the part that i died about because the, the birthday part like because he's like you're not the only one whose birthday's on that day <laughs> oh dude it's oh jalen's the best but yeah i <sighs> but in like paul pierce is in like they're in the studio together and he's calling him petty and just all that like to his face was awesome Oh, it's incredible. And I, in my opinion, deserve. Like, yes, I. Everything that's happened with Isaiah, I mean, Boston better be offering to give this guy a tribute for everything they did for that city, for that franchise. Uh, and then they just kind of turn him away. And, like, I understand the business side of it. I'm not saying Boston shouldn't have, have dealt IT when they had a chance no, to get not, a guy yeah. like Kyrie. But at the same time, everything that IT went through last year and then playing through injury in the playoffs and that ending up cutting into this season it's just you know not a not an ideal situation not they the healthiest of breakups and uh so not surprised that he doesn't want to they would gladly give up that opportunity and just let uh let um paul pierce have his night but uh let's uh let's make some rounds of some other like some other nba action that's happened over the last week and a half or so um Kawhi Leonard out again with a quad injury out indefinitely do you think this I mean our over under bets looking a little scary now but it's gonna be close man I'm like what I don't really know what version that we're gonna get of the Spurs going to the playoffs now I'm not confident this dude's even gonna be healthy he just can't seem to to get his body ready to play yeah I think it's it's one of those situations where he just he wasn't right maybe I, I don't think he pushed it to well as far as coming back or anything I mean it seemed maybe, like they were being really cautious right I thought so too but 
I when you see a, a different injury come up, I, the, the squat injury is, you know, if something's wrong, your your body you kind of naturally overcompensate with something else, and that can lead to further injury. In this case, uh, right. I I think in the end he'll be all right. Uh, I'm just yeah the the over under thing. I I I'm still feeling okay about it because I, I think they'll they'll end up getting enough enough games but it's gonna be tough without and they're down to the raptors right now but it'll be tough it's because they they're just their their team as a whole is very slow they're i think they might be the slowest team in the nba uh just by pace of play and not having Kawhi, it's it is tough but they they play decent team defense Except for Paul Gasol, I mean, like it is a different dynamic. They definitely need him, and the the structure of the team is built around him. But I, yeah, I'm I go back and forth because I'm just if it, if it, if this thing gets into February and he's still not playing enough, then you're. Then I'm getting nervous. Like if we're getting into March and Kawhi still not doesn't appear to be right, then like playoff wise, you're, ugh. yeah, they're they're they might be out in the first round if he's not not going right. So I, yeah, it sucks though because I, I want to see, see see the young robot just go, get after it a little bit. Um, yeah, I thought that. You know, if he would have been able to return a little bit sooner, this could be a year that he could make a push for MVP. And no, I mean he, uh, he missed not way too be much the time in the beginning. I I was pretty out on his oh, I, MVP thing. Sure, like, I I thought that it might be a few weeks for him to get back. Like if you if you would have missed six seven games and then just killed it the rest of the year, they right. had a chance. You can you have to play at least like sixty or like yep. sixty five. I think is everyone's like general rule of thumb to be just considered. Had, just had no idea when this guy was going to get healthy, but looks right. like he's going to be out for a little while. Um, I have, you brought this up last pod briefly, but I haven't had a chance to talk about Levine being back yet. Yeah, uh, he's looked good. Pre-hi- it was the pre pre hype, and yeah, it's been sweet. He's uh, he's made every. Uh, I mean, he's is he's on limited minutes, but the minutes he's played have been fun like he's a really really been electric uh these damn bulls man they're super fun to watch right now uh it's just one of those things where i'm i'm now in the stage where i'm realizing the chances of getting marvin bagley are probably very small so i'm just kind of embracing i'm glad we never we did not bet the bulls under even though i pushed for it pretty hard at the beginning of the year uh, yeah they have I been you, wild and they Larry Markinen is uh, the big finisher. See, that I've watched yeah, that man. block so, on staff I, about two thousand times in the last man, three days. Two days. It's, it's so pretty funny. hilarious. It's so hilarious. so funny. And um, he's doing this like in the Miami when he played Miami on MLK Day. He was he was like flexing and just like hitting his arm. Is <laughs> so goofy looking. Uh, yeah, they're a super fun team. And once again, uh, I can't say it enough, but shout out Fred. He's coaching the shit out of them, and he should get a lot of credit for 
the way they've played, uh, their their offense is now defensively they they do get smoked a decent amount, <laughs> but they'll, they're going to give up some points. But they're they as far as uh, scoring wise, uh, the 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 young Finnish boy, our, our sweet Larry Bird, is uh, was the fastest rookie to a hundred three pointers made, which is yep. sweet. Uh, I want to talk about that too. Yeah, I mean it's overall it's it's. It's fun, and I mean, if they're not going to get a top four pick, I just I wonder what their move is going to be. Is it going to be try to make a trade and bring in a star? <sighs> yeah, I, I that's the the one side of this that I I wonder about more is okay. Your original plan was the tank and get that number one, add a top four player, and add to this nucleus, but. If you're not going to get that, I need to see what Gar, Gar Pax's response is to it because I'm not as confident that those guys are equipped enough to have a plan B. Uh, so right. what what they do, I think in some ways it will help at, once they do because I still think yeah, they're going to move Nico, probably move uh, Robin Lopez too. So we'll see how they play after that too and what they get back. Uh, in in potential trades but yeah as far as the Levine part like this is uh, that has definitely helped my more on the Bulls hype piece is I wanted to see him play and and watch watch what they looked like with him but also RIP to Chris Dunn's face that yeah so that was oh. another reason I wanted to bring up the Bulls too Bulls have been that was newsy that was brutal Yo. and I didn't I did not know how he face planted Yo. until I saw and it's that's it's a tough embarrassing, it's a but tough I feel look. feel bad for that guy yeah it sucks and that is just but shout out Chris Dunn he's been super good. really good but that's a tough look it was oh, <laughs> I mean he's gonna get a lot of shit for that he will be yeah. the guy that forever fell on his face but yeah i mean yeah. I, I will say that beginning of this year i didn't know i thought i was gonna have to work to insert the bulls in a conversation uh but they've they've done a pretty good job of being pretty relevant in the nba this year and they're way more fun than yeah this is I, the most fun is, i've had watching i was the bulls gonna in three years. i wanted to ask you and you just answered it is would you have ever expected us to be talking about the Bulls as much as we are at this point in the season, and there's no way you could have forecasted like this. Like and be best, happy like, about it. Lori Bird, he he's oh, been he's so good. he's been better than I think you you could have guessed. Oh, I trashed and, his ass. I was I was yeah. like I want no part of Larry Larry Markinen. Uh, when we talked about the, before the draft, I was bummed they took him. I was just swimming in Dennis Dennis Smith hype. Uh, and man, am I glad they got Larry Markkinen because they've—he's—I mean, he gives—and the look of this team is—is is interesting because they—they do have a nice foundation right now for that positionless basketball structure, just with the guys that they've had. I mean, and man, even like—I mean, David Nwaba has been a really great signing for them off the bench. He's been playing some dirty defense for them. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot to like, which I didn't think I was going to say once during the season, <laughs> except for the fact that I liked watching. I thought my 
my one thing, my one win with the Jimmy Butler trade was going to be just to watch Zach Levine do a bunch of dirty shit uh, the second half of the season. But yeah, like, the party started be... without him, and now he's kind of like the. It's like the, the the portion where you're like, oh, maybe there's a little lull, and then there's a second wave. You get the second energy. Uh, yeah, that trade is looking a lot more mutually beneficial now. Yeah, I think it. I think in, I I would be very happy if it it comes down to be like it was a good ass trade for both teams. Like both tra- teams got exactly what they they needed, and and both benefited from it. Right. Uh, and and the last, this is not NBA news, but it was the most dumbassery of news that i've heard in a long time Fucking so people keep just it. eating tide pods yo so and I, yeah. more so, people have eaten there have been more cases of people eating tide pods in the 19 days of 2018 we're recording this on, on a friday night here uh january 19th than all of 2017 and <laughs> i get that they i guess look like candy but it's clear that they are not because that's candy. not what it is that's so I'm I'm lucky to even be here to record this because I heard about this last Saturday, and my brain almost broke because I was like, "Oh, do you guys?" Someone mentioned to me, "Oh, did you hear about the people eating the Tide Pods?" I said, "People are doing what?" And so they explained people are just eating Tide Pods, and it's like supposed to be ironic, but it's not. And there was like evidently some kid that had ate it, so the internet's response is to eat Tide Pods, but like. Who the fuck is going to eat a Tide Pod? It's deter- It's poison. It's detergent. It's like... It's not even funny. Like, I, I just... I don't get it. I, I literally... There's no bone in my body that gets why this is a thing. Well, if you do... If you, like, eat several of these things and accidentally inhale them, you could die. Yeah. Also, has anyone, when you were... When you know, I guess kids are eating these. When you were, when you were PJ, when you were really young, did your parents ever have to put soap in your mouth because you swore or something yeah, stupid oh, like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So same with me. So yeah. Maybe these the kids that are actually eating the pods on YouTube and stuff, maybe they didn't have to deal with this. But newsflash: soap tastes bad. So I can only understand. I can only gross. guess how terrible an entire condensed Tide Pod. Would taste, yeah. If you were to eat I, it, I so dumb. I don't. I don't want to talk about the same word. Had to bring it up. Well, it's like it's, so. There's like these dumbass movements like this. This is the the king of it because it's just like, what the fuck? Like you're not. This is not supposed to go in a human body. But there's like the raw water drinking motherfuckers. There's the uh, unpasteurized milk movement. There's just some dumb shit where it's like, hey everyone we figure this out and it was it's it's pretty conclusive you're not a not supposed to drink unpasteurized milk because people died uh you can get sick from it you can get sick from raw unfiltered water like the bacteria that you're not supposed to have in your body that's why we invented filtration and in processing water to make it drinkable and give everyone like clean sustainable water to drink and we didn't they didn't progress laundry <laughs> and compact it in a little cube just so you could shove it in your mouth and eat it right what the fuck it's, what the fuck it's I know? it's it's dumb man yeah, i don't know i don't so understand cool. kids anymore let's move on to players of the week though who you got 
So mine is gonna be uh, Anthony Davis, back to back, first guy since Charles Barkley to have back to back games of having forty five at least forty five points and fifteen rebounds. Um, also shout out to him for following it up with just a dog ass game in Atlanta against the Hawks, getting the Atlanta flu. Yeah, so a, a little like a little bit of a spoiler. Seven. A little bit of a spoiler. He's this is the reason why he's not going to be my player of the week. Because of that? Yeah, because he followed up two great performances with a complete... What a, it happens. Everyone gets the Atlanta flu. Whatever. It is bad, though. It is a king of the Atlanta flu. Because, like, he, yeah, he had those nah, two dope games. I don't, but <laughs> I don't, want, to, I don't want to shit on him too much. I'll give him a lot of props in how he played against Boston. He was unbelievable against the Boston. The Boston game was sick. He looked he, real That's good. a tough environment and just a really good team, and he uh, wouldn't let them lose. He's unbelievable. Um, so my guy is Lou Williams. Yeah, uh, he's nice. averaging 30 points in January, put up 50 a week and a half ago in Golden State. Uh, you know, he, he, he's been ah, – he, you know, he didn't have a great game against Denver the other night, but had 30 against Houston. The Clippers have won six in a row. They're – in the playoffs at the season were to end today and after the first 20 or so games of the year when they were i don't know like eight or nine games below 500 and just nobody was healthy i i had counted them out at that point i didn't think that they were going to win more than 35 games and they look like they you know as long as they can keep some of their stars healthy they're going to be there and if they don't trade uh deandre i guess but uh, shout out to lou he's been unbelievable a lot of people think he should be an all-star yeah, he's been getting some a little bit of a push there. Um, yeah, he's been really good, and he actually was a key part of the little fight. He kind of actually was a peacemaker, I think, between both sides. Uh, yeah, it's a good pick. Good pick, Ultra. Thanks, man. Um, I think we both have quite a few shout-outs. This so week, many so shout-outs. Sorry in advance, but we're just going to be uh, shouting them out machine gunning yeah uh do you just want to alternate yeah dude you start Ooh. all right shout out Ooh. to uh the, the newly born chicago west <laughs> oh my god so funny <laughs> i love it i actually think it's cool like i haven't really seen anybody on the internet's reaction but i think it's kind of cool i bet you you do too considering you do live there uh i i will uh read one treat from the gospel of true ballins on this very topic uh which says my name is chicago actually it's schaumburg but it's easier just to go by chicago <laughs> uh, that's pretty good yep um shout out my first uh my first shout out is to blake bortles who is in the uh afc championship game tomorrow and yeah, boy. uh i I was traveling last Sunday, so I couldn't really follow the games too closely. Uh, although I did get to watch in the air, I got to watch the end of the, the Vikings game. Uh, so I guess mini, mini shout out for that Yo. the crazy ending of that game, which everyone's seen at this point. But and uh, everyone that had the five and a half on the bet. Oh god, uh, unbelievable! <laughs> we we I still cannot believe. So we we ended up grabbing that game when a point when it went a point up, and we ended up winning money on that so that was nice uh but yeah shout out shout out blake i cannot believe that you beat the pittsburgh steelers and you're gonna play tom brady to go to the super bowl tom brady's hands hurt what blake 
Blake Bortles makes the Super Bowl, man. Oh my god. He's so funny. I don't even I, I don't believe it's hurt. Don't believe it. He just wanted to have him sit out of practice. Make the Jaguars. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I, I honestly I think this is a mind game. Don't think it's hurt. <laughs> okay. You can't put it past them. No, I mean they're the Patriots. They Anyway, what's Patriots. your next one? Uh next shout out is to uh, Colin Kaepernick, KD, and uh, I said that weird. Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. KD. So Colin Kaepernick's doing uh, his donating his last hundred thousand of his completing his million dollar pledge, uh, donating to charities, and so he's doing a ten for ten. And so we nominated Kevin Durant and Steph Curry this week were two of his celebrity shout outs. So shout out to those dudes. Uh, Giving back, um, so that was pretty cool. Helping, helping out uh, the old snowflake champion, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, my next one is for my dad because kind of kind of a oh. funny story. So I, I ended up getting Joel Jacobs. Yeah, this this is kind of funny. My my dad, he's still is not a brace. Like he won't pay for things with his credit card online he refuses to sign up for anything so naturally when i already have like a i have a amazon alexa like mini echo thing at my house so i got one as a secret santa gift over christmas and i told my dad i was like if you just give me 20 bucks dad i'll give you this and i helped him kind of try to set it up and apparently uh, i got a text from my my stepmom a week ago that said that she had lost all hope for my dad because he's just like obsessed with this thing <laughs> and so i you know i hadn't talked to my dad for a week and a half or so i call him on the phone we talk for a little while and then hang up don't think too much of it and he never like uh he's never done this but he calls me back like five minutes later and i'm thinking like some shit must have happened like what the hell he never does this and he's just like Oh yeah, so like, how do I listen to to music? Like, how do I get to this place? So I've uh, I'm I'm slowly teaching my dad uh, how to use 21st century technology, and uh, so shout out dad. And shout out uh, you giving your dad uh, or allowing the government to now listen to the ongoings within your dad's uh, place. Yeah. So the other thing is like I love yeah I mean I love my father, but he's he leans a little bit to the right, so this is my way to kind of get back at him a little bit by giving a hot putting a hot mic in his house exactly yeah nice. i mean we got hot mics all the time we're doing all right i always yeah, make that's sure why I'm to trying unplug to... my mic from my computer after we're done recording because i'm just so paranoid ultra <laughs> the man <laughs> oh, listening really? to me i didn't know that i'm probably on a list of so three based on just my twitter activity um so i gotta you know be careful Make sure all the actual. Well, for for real stuff. though, I know that you're kind of joking about this, but for real though, people are listening in on your phone. Like, I guarantee if I'm talking about some product and then I go on Instagram right now, that thing, that product is going to show up. Oh, like Magnum condoms. Yeah, like, I'm going to open up. I'm, I'm going to send you a screenshot, man. Condoms. Well, I talk about that all. I all talk about time. those all the time, anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's just it's the curse you bear. Uh, exactly. My next one is uh, shout out Jeff Green's dunk against the uh, Warriors, and basically everyone thought it, it was such a dope. It was an ooh, a really good, a great alley from Dwayne Wade, and KD went up to like block Dwayne Wade on a breakaway, and Dwayne Wade did it behind the 
head oop backwards, but Jeff Green threw down a dirty dunk off of it. But instantly, and I was a part of that. Like, thought it was LeBron James, and LeBron was like trailing Jeff Green, and it, but people initially thought it was LeBron that did it. So, hey, Jeff Green, like, way to dunk at LeBron's level. Yeah, I I, I saw that. I got a pretty good. Did kick you think out it was LeBron it. that dunked? Yes. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, that's so funny. Totally fooled me. Um, shout out to uh, the guy that I shared a taxi with to. Uh, the airport in the Bahamas that was a huge Miami Heat fan and told me that he likes Kelly Olenek more than Chris Bosh. Wow. Did he uh, at any point was like it really lopsided as far as like just the atmosphere in the cab and he tried to leave early and then get back into the cab? (laughs) No. No. We were in a bit of a hurry so he didn't have time to play games. Oh, wow. was 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 he a fan of that high pace offense? Uh, he he claims to love the team. I think primarily because Chris Bosh is no longer on it, and that they have he Kelly Olynyk now. Oh. Uh, yeah, dude. Can I don't I, know. Can I, I ask it's a so weird to me. Yeah. Can I ask a follow up. Uh, what was this man's uh, nationality? Uh, he was he was pretty. He was not very tan. I'll put it that way. So. Uh, he was white. Yeah, yeah, he was white. Of course, he's like Kelly. Uh, okay, yeah, his favorite player is Kelly. Like I, his like, I tried to, I tried Dragic? to. Uh, <laughs> he liked Gordon. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried to drop some uh, Waiters Island stuff on him, and he. Oh, that guy needs to pass the ball. I bet he said he didn't. He didn't seem that upset that he was hurt. So is I bet was, you I can name his all-time favorite Heat players. It probably goes Kelly Olynyk, Gordon Dragic, uh, Mike Miller. Um, Josh McRoberts, and let's round it out with. Um, he would like Shane Battier too. Yeah, definitely. He uh, he. Um, de- I mean, we were primarily focusing on current NBA Heat rosters. We didn't get to. Di- I did not. I it was a very short cab ride. I didn't have time to dive into the whole LeBron. Uh, I, I could have talked to this guy for a while because as soon as he told me this, f- like this very hot Chris Bosh take, I was like, okay, this guy, this guy might be worth talking to. But I will give him a little credit because he's definitely, definitely like pushing seventy, and oh. he just stopped playing pickup basketball. Oh. So I thought that was pretty. Yeah, cool. That's cool. Good for him. Um, <laughs> any more for you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Tobias oh, Harris yeah. and. Uh, the Boban dance video, it was um, exactly like all I wanted was a Boban to do. So it was basically Boban dancing and then Tobias Harris giving him the. It was you could have recasted this as that scene from Hitch, where Will Smith's teaching <laughs> Kevin James how to dance, uh, and like Boban's just basically bust out in his is own like little thing yeah man it is it's so, so good. funny all i needed was him i've to been do, like, i've been pizza, following like making the pizza tossing like that whole little bit like that that's all you needed it would be almost the identical nba version of that that scene from hitch as soon as i found out that boban existed on this planet i followed him on instagram and it's nice Does like even when you just with his, with his wife yes he does also he just even just normal pictures of him make me 
really catch me off guard just because I forget how huge he is. So he's so big. Pictures and of that him picture, in his life is wild. And his hands, whenever yeah. his hands are like next to a normal object, that's the that's the best. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. like I'm really reminds. That's a good call. I need. To yeah, man, it, it's a part of that. It's worth your time. Plus, John Luer is out for the season after today, and I know that Boban's not exactly a stretch five by any means, but I do I do hope he gets some minutes now. That would make me happy. And if they if they end up trading uh, Stanley Johnson, that would be that well, would even I would give him a better chance. Be okay if uh, by chance the Bulls gave up Tobias Harris, or I mean, gave up Nikola Mirotic and got back Stanley Johnson in a pick. Probably a protected pick, but I would like that. That would make yeah. I think you, uh, did you bring that up last week? I, th- I think I, I remember hearing you talk I about Stanley. About. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that that's see if you listened to the pod last week, Ultra. It still feels to me like and other people have thrown this out there that Stanley Johnson is just destined to be a spur and to become an all-star. But, uh, Hey, he seemed like a young, talented guy that just hasn't fit in his current team. That's the exact guy that you're willing to give Like if you give Mircic up for a pick or a good pick or, uh, or, uh, someone that you could take a chance on. Well, I just mean like you get a first rounder, um, you know, late first round. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh hell yeah yeah i think uh yeah i'm still weighing on yeah i like a lot of stanley johnson's game and i'm still holding weight that one playoff series his rookie year when he was like uh, up in lebron's grill and actually played him yeah recently so that's yeah. a lot of where my bias on stanley johnson comes from is that one playoff series but his offense him offensively is pretty tough so i think the fred hoiberg school of offense could help that out i i think he's like a decent nba defender but yeah, um, I have no more shout outs, so I'm just gonna give the floor to you. Um, I, we already talked about Larry Bird, so I was gonna be going. Oh, the only one. So I, there's a video of Kyrie challenging Kobe uh, to one on one when they were playing. What? I'll uh, I'm gonna retweet this. I found it like a couple minutes before we started recording. But he's basically was saying like, in a year, like I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna be able to beat you, and this is talking a ton of shit. And it was pretty cool. It was like Kobe is like visibly like frustrated, and it just is like the perfect thing of Kyrie just irrationally like talking this shit. Kobe, it's like them at the USA, uh, some t- team USA thing because they're both in USA practice jerseys, and like Kobe is like visibly frustrated at some point because and just the idea of like. It's just a perfect synopsis of Kyrie's relationship with like the world, basically. <laughs> that flat that world. Is, I <laughs> I can't wait. I yeah, I definitely haven't seen this. I can't wait to watch it. It's hilarious. It's yes. I just retweeted it. So let's scope that out. Um did I have any more? Any more, any more. Oh, yeah, I had one more. Shout out uh our our beloved Probably number three in the Mount Rushmore of this podcast. If we were to, of guys we talk about the most, probably being LeBron one, Giannis two. Um, but probably three is Joel Embiid. Would you say so? It might be Miritich. Uh, that's a different list. That's the, the fuckers I want off my basketball team list. <laughs> um, him, uh, so if you're not aware, uh, in 2014 when... 
Joel Embiid shouted out uh, one young Rihanna and got rejected, and she basically said, oh, come yeah. back when I'm an all-star. Well, the savvy Kristen Ledlow asked him after the game last night about it, and his uh, direct quote on that would be, as I stall for a second because I lost the tab that I had it on. Um, damn it. No, I can't find it. This is awkward. I think I got rid PJ. of it. This is bad podcasting by yours truly. I, I've, I've realized that I'm only good for about 50 minutes, and then anything more than that, I just the wheels come off on my ability to properly entertain the folk so and yet you you give me shit when i try to to cut us at close to an hour because i want to try i need to test myself i don't want to i don't want to keep myself limited because you know then you you start talking shit about uh your guest host podcast you talk shit about your co-host it's really when the true essence of me uh comes out but yeah he goes the truth uh, this is the truth. I was, I was trying to get back with this famous girl. She's like, I'm back. No, never mind. This is a tweet about something different. It's a tweet All right. about his. Why don't you yeah. just do your We're best to done. summarize We're this up? Okay. He just basically okay. was just like, said, like, oh, she kind of had her chance. She rejected me. Like, I think I'm going to move on. I could just play the clip, too. On to the, on to the next one, I think, is he made. Yeah, on to the next one, lines. and he closed it with Trust the Process. So, yeah, shout out to Trusting the Process. As he often does. Um, the school of trusting the process. Should I just play the clip? Yeah, do it. That's I'm much I'm way better at just you know dropping, pushing dropping play, some, <laughs> push and play than I am keeping a, a goddamn tab open. A GTB? No, oh, this is not playing very loud. All right, well. Okay, right, well I think this is fail. just a sign. Shout out to me not being able to properly do a shout out. You know, we had been doing so well on this pod, and we're really fizzling out. No, we're, we've got hope. I still have hope, because now I figure out what I did wrong. Guys, it's just, All this right. is the, the best segment you'll ever remember. I you off here, but years ago, you were denied by a young woman who told you to come back when you were an all-star. Is there anything you'd like to say to anybody on TNT right now? I mean, you should deny me back then, so... Why go with her again? So, um, I have to pass that and move on to the next one. You've got the mic. Anything you'd like to say? Um, trust the process. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> oh, did he just turn Riri down on national? Yes, he did. What? It was worth right. it, guys. Yeah. It's it hilarious. I love Joel. Any, uh, all right, man. If that's the last shout out. That is any uh, any anything else you want to hit on before we we call it good? No, just stop eating Tide Pods, um, please. Make that go away. Uh, and the uh, the wall is the wall, and um, I don't know. I think that's everything I got. Oh, one yeah, just one more shout out. That uh, little kid that was dancing in the Cavs game. He's not as mm, he might be number two on my small children dancing behind the kid that dances to uh wild thoughts in the car oh yes that little kid was that guy. Funny, though. He's, he's gonna be a, 
that's gonna be a tough time uh unseating that guy but uh yeah yeah man so this has been fun um everyone please leave us a review on itunes or stitcher we obviously appreciate everyone listening every week uh oh anything any other videos you want to play pj no just to okay. wrap it up. If you say so. Ultra. I should play the wrap it up box from Chappelle's show. Oh, also, I, I apologize that we, we pro- we're we not going to have any additional Lithuanian basketball footage on this week's episode, although I'll, I'll keep my I'll keep my ears uh, ears to the wind listening for some interesting Lithuanian uh, ball brothers talk. I'm sorry we didn't talk about Big Baller Branded all this episode until just now. But uh, maybe next week, uh, please check us out at the point forward NBA at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at, at the point forward or PJ at foolish killer. You can follow me at, at ultra 32, but I'm probably not going to tweet anything. Um, and uh, we'll talk to all if of anyone you next here week. has a connection on Twitter. We need that on Ultra's Twitter. Yeah. Someone on Twitter, get at me. I, I, I've done everything I can.